Am I being detained? This, this was, was never air. I don't think I've been on the show when Jason Becker's been on. Mm. Well, you've missed the... Uh, the v- more machine than man that's being a little that's being a little bit generous he's, he's more machine now than man twisted and evil we can rebuild him we can make him better faster stronger i don't remember that part of star wars we can at least make him move from various heights i feel like i'm in a vortex <laughs> of movie quotes that's like i'm in ernest klein's brain um can i ask a quick question about uh, rhode island uh, you may. Uh, it's not an island. That, mm, that close, but not quite. Um, <laughs> so, so why? And this is a serious question, but not entirely serious. Um, why is it? Why is it a state and it's so small? Is it? There, is there like a tax haven thing going on? Or why isn't like uh, Connecticut just 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 appropriated that state or something? Well, uh, if you want the serious answer, it's because Massachusetts Puritans are assholes. Um, uh, I think you mean mass holes. No, that came later. Ding. Um, well, I mean, surely they're related. <laughs> so basically, Rhode Island was a haven for people who weren't Puritans. And then the reason why Connecticut didn't pick it up is because, believe it or not, Rhode Island used to be a hell of a lot richer than Connecticut. And now it's a hell of a lot poorer. Mm. So oh. at one point, it was too rich. And now it's too poor to be worth picking up. <clears throat> huh. Thank you. I didn't know that. You are welcome. It was pretty much the birthplace of, like, uh, all the... Um, textile industry in the u.s because it had some good rivers and good um oh yeah railways and stuff like that and then of course what happened was by like 1850 the textile business was dead even though you'll still find people around here talking about working at the mills (laughs) well it's a part of a tradition traditions die hard i thought they were talking about puppy mills at that point (laughs) it's like the 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 mill's not coming back buddy it's trouble at the mill actually we are we are well known for having lots of pit bulls because of um Puppy mills for dog fighting. Mm. So, I'm sure Michael Vick really? spent some time up here. Awesome. Yeah, I haven't spent too much time in the the Northeast, but I enjoyed the time I spent there. I didn't make it over into to Rhode Island. I, I pretty much did Washington D.C., New York, Brooklyn, and Boston, and then I kind of ran out of time. But maybe someday. I think it's safe to say that no one should spend too much time in the Northeast. I've spent my entire life in the Northeast. Yeah, and look, look, look what happened to you. <laughs> oh God! Oh, God. What oh was no! That? Oh no! That—that <laughs> that was me stooping down to everyone else's level. I'm only half centaur. <laughs> Isn't a centaur by definition half man, half horse? Yes, thank you for explaining that. Sorry. <laughs> Harold, I'm I'm looking at your uh I'm looking at your Twitter page. I'm, I like to check up check up on people's bios on their Twitter from time to time to see how their uh, you know, how how their self-concept changes over time. I know what you're going to ask me about. Um retweets are indeed endorsements. <laughs> yes, yes. I am speaking for my coworkers and my company. I'm probably not the only person with this question, and forgive me if it's already been asked, but you, you state that you are the man with hysterical peanut butter blindness, and I don't know what peanut butter blindness is. <laughs> well, is it you don't know the difference between an almond butter, a flax butter, and a peanut butter, or if it's chunky or creamy? Specifically, hysterical peanut butter blindness, 
uh, which oddly enough indicates I have a uterus. But um, yeah, that that was what was that? Hysterectomy. Hysteric. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Literal. Liter- going with the literal and hysterical. Okay. Sorry. Going. Oh yeah. I, I'm not actually going to explain it. Aw. Is anybody else curious about this? Am I the only one who doesn't know? You're actually the first person ever to ask me about it. I'd like to make a motion that forces him to respond, since we're going to discuss Robert rules today. Denied. <clears throat> Cuyahoga. <clears throat> Olentangy. Scioto. Mommy. <laughs> Charleston Chew. Nehi, Neko Wafer. I think it's time to talk about falafel. Mm. Mm, falafel. Zatziki. Mm-hmm. That stuff's good. I feel like I'm in a falafel extraordinaire over here. So uh, I think this conversation should just basically be centered around question and answer. Well, I can answer all of your falafel goodness. Well, I just before we begin, I just want to point out that this podcast always circles back around to food in some way. So here we are already at falafel. What's your favorite condiment for a falafel? Mm. Mm. This is mm. very important. So, mm. uh, garlic sauce. Mm. No, garlic sauce <laughs> is for shawarma. You a good no, okay a, fair. A good falafel um, has hummus and tahini and hot sauce. Yep, yep. That's it. That's all we're going to cover? Just... I, I was trying to remember tahini. <laughs> I, I had tzatziki, but not tahini. Tahini is is basically hummus, but without... Oh, I know the... what it is. I just couldn't remember what the name for it was. Did you say tahini? Oh, boy. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> Ta- tahini. It's Well, no, it's a really soft one. Do you put that on your enchiladas? Oh, I'm... V- Wow. Tahini is just sesame seeds. There are two there are two different chas. There's a hard and a soft one. And tahini is the soft one. It's not tahini, it's tahini. <laughs> tahini. No, softer than that. It's you should be like ninety percent to an age. Oh boy. Here's the thing. It's either on or it's off. One goes, the other one goes, so what? It's the binary. I'm like 99% to an H. Let's not be H normative. Guys, guys, let's not be H normative. All right. Who thought of the Tim Tams? Oh, God. (laughs) Obligatory Tim Tam mention in every podcast. Mm -hmm. Well, we are getting slammed right now, so. Hmm. (laughs) So has anybody else tried Tim Tam since um, since last Sunday? I, I'm still not even entirely clear on what a Tim Tam is. I have I have a I have a here in front of me. I have a pack of Tim Tams and a pack of Arnott's Originals, which are same but different. Nice. Yeah, I mm-hmm. I had a complete package of uh, Tim Tams this morning. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Sadly, it's incomplete now. Yeah. Well, it, I suppose the packaging is still complete, but there's nothing in it. Mm. Harold, did yours also? Did yours also have eleven? Yeah, in the package. Um, the eleven thing. Ugh, so angry. Wait, what? There are eleven in a so package. Angry. There, there are eleven. It's called. Mm. It's called Tim Tam Prime. <laughs> I don't want. I don't. 
I, I think we already got into this on the last podcast, so we I will did. just refer. Yeah. Yes, it's actually called <clears throat> Tim Tim's Monster. Hmm. Hmm. I'm very uncomfortable with odd number food. So I read a little bit about that, and the I, I, Mike submitted last time that it was because, or the last time I was on, um, that that it was because uh, they want to encourage people to buy two packets. So to so in such a way, the only way to share is to to double your purchase. And apparently that might be closer to the truth than uh, than I imagined. I think there's some truth to that. Yeah, I think 22. Why can't 22? 22. It's even. It's even. I'd rather it be 24, though, because... Oh, God. Because you have eight friends? Every, everything or? should be in... <laughs> Sorry, seven friends. I have opinions about numbers. And the next thing you know, we've ordered over 100 packages of Tim Tam. <laughs> well, I just want to say that, like... It, it was inevitable. When when you eat sweet things, you have to have one on each side of your mouth. You always have to eat them in Paris, right? You have, like, you know, one M&M on one side, one M&M on the other side. Then you have so one Tim so Tam what? on one side, one Tim Tam on the other side, you know? So <laughs> the 11th thing, am I supposed to break this guy in half? What if I don't break it up evenly? I just, mm. yeah. You gotta get a knife. Jason, I, I would like you to uh, thank you for this glimpse into your psychosis. It's really important <laughs> to me to have things on both sides of my mouth when I'm chewing. You guys can't see, but I'm making motions with my hands. Like the the structure of the Tim Tam is such that it doesn't break cleanly in half. Like there's always some. Uh, do you not own a bandsaw? <laughs> I don't own a bandsaw. <laughs> do you have a well sharpened, uh, like a well sharpened steak knife? Because that could do the job too. I have a steak knife. I don't know about well sharpened. I'll sharpen it well. <laughs> I you know I feel weird chopping a Tim Tam with a steak knife that which is you know that shouldn't be a thing that I have to do that's I'm morally opposed to chopping cookies with steak knives. You need to you need to have a dedicated Tim Tam knife. Mm. So so given mm. the expertise we have of Tim Tams, um, I'm just curious what people think about the Trader Joe's Dunkers. I have no idea what you're talking about. No, I am not. You guys don't have with Trader them. Joe's. We have them. No, we have Terrier Joe's, but... You know the Dunkers, those, like, um, oval-shaped cookies with, like, the chocolate dipping on one side, and they're, like, kind of chocolate chip cookies, but they've got, like, coconut in there instead of bread, or at least partly instead of bread? No, but you can't really tell that it's coconut except for the consistency if you really pay attention. The idea is to make it, like, a little bit healthy. People are anti-coconut now? Let me tell you the three things I get at Trader Joe's. Number one, Speculoos. Number two, mm. <laughs> I don't glossing even know what over that. that. Number two, Honey Crisp Apple Cider. Nice. Number three, sipping chocolate. <laughs> Isn't that just hot chocolate? Oh, yeah, I was gonna say a what? Yes, but it's British. It's it's mm, no no it's not it's sipping chocolate. What? Mm, it's European inspired. <laughs> okay, let me Google this. Sipping chocolate. I'm, I'm, it comes I'm, out in November. Mm. <laughs> no, nothing. Can we get a sound bite? Mm. Ooh. What kind of sound I'll, bite? I'll pay. I'll, well, you know, any random one. You should just be interjecting sound bites, really. I mean, what's the point of a soundboard if you're not just uh, bad editing? Around. Sipping chocolate. Rich sipping chocolate. <laughs> European style <laughs> decadent chocolate powder crafted in European Ooh. style using only the finest ingredients. Is there anything decadent about chocolate powder? 
This has got 34 reviews. Your sipping chocolate's got uh, four and a half out of five stars. Can't be that. Well, bad. let me add 35 and say it's good. I ran out because oh, no. I ate it all. Oh no! Oh no! But all it, the last last ten. Oh man. The last ten reviews of this. Uh, this probably doesn't matter. But the last ten reviews are all uh, they're all one star. Huh? I think people have turned on sipping chocolate. Yeah, it's a smear campaign. Are these people who expected to taste like Swiss Miss? Because that is exactly the opposite Ooh. of the point. So can't be as good as Mexican hot chocolate. Someone's saying that the flavor has changed in the last two years. Well, I wouldn't know because I've only started drinking it in the past one year. So. Mm. Oh, so you're the one with bad taste. Well, here's the thing. When I, I started tasting it, that is the one true taste. And if it changes now, I can tell, but you know. Google's second auto suggest um result it's is true. sipping chocolate Portland. So Oh it's <laughs> kind of where we're going with that. Wow. Maybe you can mix your Portland ketchup into it and then you know maybe that's maybe that's what the flavor changed to. Your Portland ketchup, is chocolate your Portland local? Ke- cement. Chocolate's local, right? I don't know. Are people is it local? local? Are people doing uh, <laughs> fancy ketchup now? Is that a thing? Oh, yeah. Is that a thing? Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, it's always been fancy ketchup, right? That's that's literally it's. <laughs> right on the I mean, my, that, that's kind of my point. Is that like? <laughs> I mean, Heinz is like the proto ketchup. Heinz is the canonical ketchup. I think you could See, say you, yes. You're saying Absolutely. artisanal ketchup. Is a real thing. And, well, what I'm saying oh, yes. is, why does ketchup need to taste like anything other than the singular ketchup? It, or haven't we been spending years saying that catsup is not nearly as good as ketchup is? I mean, that's an obvious reality. <laughs> what about people who are tonal deaf? <laughs> I'm not acknowledging that. Heinz, Heinz ketchup <laughs> is heavily processed, and I guess people don't like that. Mm-hmm. It's not organic. That's got the HFCFs, man. The HFCS, it's it's got the high fructose corn syrup. Yeah, Heinz makes one that that doesn't have mm. the corn syrup in it. I know, and it's fine. It tastes the same. It's a little bit darker red. Mm. They also make a jalapeno and a balsamic. Remember when they made a purple one? Oh, Good times. Mayo. They don't make that anymore. So that's two shows running. You're uh, you're mentioning the purple <laughs> ketchup. I'm trying to bring it back. <laughs> you're trying to make it the new Tim Tams. Viral campaign for purple ketchup. First time I saw that was somebody Ugh. putting it on their eggs, which Oof, is just yeah. like all kinds Were they of green wrong. eggs. Purple ketchup and ketchup on eggs. Ugh. You put the green ketchup on the eggs, then it's green eggs and ham. Come on. You put no ketchup on an egg. It, yes, exactly. Well, yes, strictly Oh, speaking. no, 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 no. Oh, no. Ketchup and eggs <sighs> is delicious. Oh, no. That's like ketchup on hot dogs. That's just wrong. How do you manage to fit one egg on either side of your mouth? Now I'm curious <laughs> about that. Go. I'm going to be Very thinking carefully. about that. It's it's big cheeks, Harold. Big cheeks. If you no, if you want to, if you want to be correct for continuity's sake, I did specify no. sweet foods. So. I think Nick mm-hmm. and I can agree on this. The only thing you should put on eggs is nothing. No, 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 no. no. no yeah, hot sauce. Hot sauce. Hot sauce, ketchup, mm. cheese, cheese. No. no, 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 salsa. I, I, yeah, someone say cheese is not a good hollandaise idea. sauce. I'm sorry, did you just say Come holidays on. sauce? Come on. <laughs> no, I said <laughs> you know hollandaise sauce. With a <laughs> sauce. <laughs> hollandaise. hollandaise sauce. Is that Hanukkah related sauce. to mustard mayonnaise? <laughs> Mayo stirred mustard mayonnaise. <laughs> 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 
Mayo stirred may expire before. No, no, mayo mustard stirred, w- mayo will expire. <laughs> Wait, are people still talking English on this podcast? Have we switched languages? Nine, nine, nine. <laughs> we believe in nothing, Lebowski. Nothing. Nothing. Can I ask a question? What's a mayo shake, and and why is it going to make me throw up? Mayo shake sounds terrible. Yeah, mayo shake. Mayo shake. It's like a terrible idea. Yeah, pretty much the most disgusting thing I can think of is mayonnaise through a straw. (laughs) Especially like hot mayonnaise. Is that something people actually eat? (laughs) No, no, Nick, Nick, I'll do you one better. Miracle Whip through a straw. <laughs> Will that separate the same way? I don't know. Because when mayonnaise separates, it's <clears throat> a special experience. <laughs> oh, boy. You ever, like, spread mayonnaise on really hot bread? Yes. And it just kind of... Yes. Mm. I could just go in and I could just be like, poutine. Poutine. And everybody's supposed to run with it? Well, of course you started off with some food, so we're all good to go. Um. <laughs> I enjoy poutine. Although my understanding is it's not actually pronounced poutine, it's pronounced choutine. <laughs> so my preference is for the uh, cheese curds to be uh, left on the side. Oh, because you like to put two of them in each cheek. That's right. One goes one side, one goes the other side. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what? There we go. I was waiting for it. I uh, right now because of the uh, the sports ball, I am not allowed to talk about poutine. What is that? So how does, how how does, does that, that work? Uh, what, why is that? <laughs> Kansas City, <laughs> Toronto. Gonna, come on, they, they, they think you're going to say something there offensive. We go. Toronto Blue Jays, Kansas City Royals are currently um, playing. Mike, it's the, like these guys don't even know you and where you live or sports ball. The Toronto City Blue Jayhawks, Kansas. Hawks, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Iowa, um, mm-hmm. Cornhuskers. <clears throat> I think you mean Houston's. <laughs> I think we covered ideal water drinking temperature. I think you can expunge that topic. Forty-five. From the record. That's way too warm. Thirty-five. <laughs> no, thirty-two. No, actually, realist. Thirty-two. Yeah, absolutely. No, 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 no. Zero it's Kelvin, or you're just Ooh. not. It's too warm. Whoa, now, man. Negative two Kelvin. It's not even a solid at that point. It's a plasma. We want right when it gets no, to that's, zero Kelvin. That's the other direction. I don't know. I'm yeah. That's right. I'm not a. I'm not a hydrologist. I think you're thinking of zero Celsius. Uh, sorry, hmm. zero Canadian. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not an <laughs> astrophysicist. Yeah. Hey, uh, TPK is on right now. They're recording live. Oh well, we should listen to that then and just give up here. <laughs> Well, just because we were talking about D and D, and I was like, I thought, oh well, D and D opinions. Are you guys still uh, yeah, listening to that? I never made it past the first campaign. Ugh. I enjoy it a lot. I I know better than to listen to other people playing D and D. Well, here's the thing. I I suggested mm. starting up D and D with some of my friends, and they all looked at me like I was possessed. So you know, we're I have to get my roll for initiative. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say you didn't mm-hmm. you didn't make your bluff roll. Yeah. I know, yeah. Charisma was, yeah, not my strong suit. Mm-hmm. Critical fail <clears throat> on friendship. Roll for friendship. Were you actually possessed, though? <laughs> oh. Roll for friendship. So, show title. <laughs> no, roll, roll, for, roll for happiness. Critical fail. <laughs> oh, boy. Roll for D&D. 
you know, I've been I've been rolling critical fails for relationships <sighs> for several years now. Oh god, this just got way too real. dark. This is getting too real. Yeah, I think it's time we go back to the top again. <laughs> okay, uh, roll it back. Mm-hmm. Uh, three, two. We got two Andrews, so you can call me Crusoe. You can call Houston Houston, who's also named his name's Ant. Wonder Yak, we can just call him Mister Yak. Um, Harold, we're going to call you Harold Haroldina, the princess. And uh, Jason, we're just going to call you Rhode Island. Okay, go. <laughs> Can I get a sim- no? That sounds more like a lawnmower. <laughs> yeah, they missed that one. That was not. Yeah. That was not the. Desk. Jason, can I get a sample of up and then down? Because I'm curious if I can distinguish this. So I definitely can in the room. So let's see if it comes through. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. This is up. And down. Nothing sounds literally the exact same. <laughs> when you say, are you ready for this? I have literally been ready for this all day. This is what people tune in for, right? Up and then down, right? I think you need to put a notch filter in on that and uh, maybe isolate the vocals <laughs> and then, you know, um, run it through a compressor <laughs> limiter. I've already got the low bandpass filter going, so, you know. You, you need to pull out the high mids. Mm. Yeah. Then you want to pull out the mid highs. And then you want to pull out the high people because they're, you know, not doing Actually, anything anyway. I think you need a 286S. Not not for the sound quality, but so that you have more weight on your desk and it will adjust the frequency. I do have more Wait, weight so on my desk than I used to have. What, what you do you need mean to, up and down? What are we hearing again? You need to add some ballast <laughs> to your desk. See, this show okay. has continuity so if you lost. listen to it. Seriously, come on. Let, all right, roll it back. It a, okay, all right, <clears throat> rolling it back. Three, don't, don't two, down again, please. Standing desks. Mister, Mister, Mister Becker, Mister Becker, what, what do you mean by up and down? I'm, I'm sorry, I, I, I just got lost somewhere. In there. Well, if you've been paying, he's attention. literally moving his house up and down. <laughs> oh, Mister Becker. <laughs> but can we go back regards as regards to up and down directions? Now, now I'm just a, a small country lawyer, but back where I'm from, when you ask a gentleman a question about his moving and up and down, and uh, he's supposed to give you an answer. So, so that's a mighty personal question you're asking right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does that look clean to you? <clears throat> I'm never gonna find out what's going on. Uh, Stan, it's it's so here's the Nick, here's hey, the rope. No, stop it. <laughs> this is the new man. thing. Andrew's never going to find out what that noise is. <laughs> have we just decided this now? I have. So one of us needs to get a speaking spell, and that could be a guest. I have one actually. Dig it up. Is that something someone says? Like, dig it up. Go get it. No, that's something I just said for you. To... Never mind. Stave it off. One, two, three. And now you can count to three. Am I supposed to be recording this? <laughs> My lady and I love that song. Uh, no, this will never air. At least someone uh, got it. I was waiting for it. There it is. Anybody who says the name of the show. <clears throat> Please refresh the page. And... Got a little quieter in here. Okay. One, two. Favorite condiments. Cats. Play. What do you guys mean? (laughs) (laughs) Whoa! (laughs) That's quite impressive. Is that is that uh, is that a a sound bite or? Now, (laughs) 
<laughs> you know what's terrible is that was once state of the art. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine Siri yeah. sounding like that? Once in future. People. Can can you make speak and sp- she's not far. Can you off. make speak and spell say I'm sorry I'm not taking questions right now. Uh, that'll take a while. <laughs> there's gotta there's gotta be a way to do that. Can you replace Siri's voice with a speak and spell? You have not different yet. you have different <laughs> Siri voices, right? I'm not the person. Is Siri to ask technically about that. a voice or? Do you ever think about Siri's skeleton? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, what's uh, Siri's favorite condiment? That's definitely a show title. What's your Siri's favorite condiment? Skeleton. What's think your favorite condiment? <laughs> Siri Take Racha. Hands. My name is Siri. <laughs> Siri Racha. That's all I'm prepared to say. Uh, get it? Condiments and prepared. I think that's a mm. pun. Hmm. 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 No, she. Hmm. Uh, I think to avoid legal liability, Siri is not permitted to have a favorite condiment. You're saying big ketchup's going to come after. Well, you I'm know. looking at the the show notes, and I notice uh, there's a Merlin Man's diplomacy, a link to a tweet, and um, it's funny because just last night um, had a uh, little party here, and someone brought diplomacy, and we didn't get around to playing it, but we're going to make it happen. I've never played it, and I'm curious if anybody here has played diplomacy. Apparently, it's really fun. Have but we played diplomacy? <laughs> is it? <laughs> He doesn't know about the desk, and he doesn't know about the diplomacy. Andrew, are you in the Slack as we speak? Yes, you're no. online. You're, you're online. I'm okay, going to. I'm going to here open your eyes. All right. Did I miss a diplomacy joke? Oh, there's a diplomacy channel that nobody. To- okay, so okay, hey, my defense. <laughs> I just joined Slack a week ago. Okay, I'm, I'm getting in. Are you sure that's <laughs> to true? be fair? Our game of diplomacy lasted about a week. Okay, I was not invited, so it's not my fault. It's very hard to be Russia. You were you bastard. You keep making excuses. You have you had more supply depots than anyone else when you started. Yes, and I also had more borders than anyone else when I started, and no idea how to play the game. You didn't have people steering you down on all fronts. Who did you have steering you down? You got everyone to be on your side. Okay, okay. So I missed that. How did it go? Uh, virtual diplomacy. That's not normal diplomacy. Normally you play it in different rooms in a physical location, right? So no, that's how- correct. So um, what happened is me, Germany, and then France and Italy basically won because we teamed up and destroyed everyone else. Using, by the way, a plan that I happen to have put forward to other members who rebuked me early on. Mm. My very first press described almost exactly the way that you guys proceeded strategically. You know, great artists steal, so mm-hmm. that's my defense. Mm-hmm. Great artists copy. <clears throat> hmm. Anyway, I think we played one game of Diplomacy, and now we are all not friends anymore, so we have to find a different game. No, I'm still oh, friends with everyone. I, I don't know. know. I, I think that's actually a, a pretty good way to play. You know, <laughs> you play with people that friends. you don't like. It's just like real countries. You mercilessly crush them. Right. Although, frankly, it's probably more satisfying in risk. Cause well, I, now that's a that's a. Fun I thing. just want to point out that a three-way victory is not really a victory. Uh huh. Uh huh. It's the devil's uh-huh. victory. Keep talking that way. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's roll it back from the top. <laughs> Diplomacy. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. Was was that was that all of you y- y'all's uh, first time playing diplomacy? I think for many of us it was. Yeah. It was a mixed team. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. 
I, f- I'm, I feel it, bad that I, I missed it. It took us like time. five turns to figure out how to convoy properly, yes. I think, collectively. <laughs> if you go back and replay the game, it's hilarious to watch everyone fail to convoy. Or everyone who, like, didn't understand supporting yes. according to the yeah. game. So, like, tried to attack and then, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then had, like, had it set up so that it it considered that if you had two armies attacking the same territory, that they were attacking each other in addition to the territory. And it was just like, you can't. I will note, it was like, there are some real oddities to the system. Like, I learned very there late are. It's, that it's, you couldn't swap your own people, right? I couldn't move my own person and, like, change a fleet and an army and swap them out. Right. Which is very bizarre. You can only... You c- you can only swap them if you move the, f- like, one to a neutral space and then move the other one in. Which takes take too many turns, turns. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was part of my downfall, actually, because I ended up convoying over to Sweden. And I should have moved my fleet there instead. And I got locked up. Nobody will. Sweden belongs to the Germans. Oh, please. Oh, God. <laughs> Mister, soon, I protected you in Denmark. Come on. Mm. <laughs> Took out the English mm. for you. No, that was France, actually. <laughs> well, France just pushed them into me that was, nonstop. That was Mikey R., who was France, and he's just like, I'm just going to handle the English while you're doing whatever you're doing. And I'm like, all right, I'll be over here if you need me. Mm. <laughs> well, at one point, um, Mikey R. was trying to convoy from France all the way around the North Sea yeah. to St. Petersburg. Mm-hmm. And I did not mm. realize that was a thing you could even do. Yep. You can convoy as many spots as you can, even across allies if they are willing to convoy you. Okay, so what about Settlers of Catan? You guys have a Settlers of Catan channel too? Never played that one. S- n- no. Really? Hmm. Mm. That's a good really one. Good. That's a good party it's game. I I end up playing that because other people like playing it. I uh, want to buy the Star Trek version because that appeals to me. Mm. Because there's nothing cooler than Star Trek Settlers of Catan. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, how is it? Mm. How is it? Is it a good translation of the game? I don't know. I've heard that it is, but I don't own it. Kreplach. Even if I did, this is, again, my friends apparently just think that board games are... I don't know what. I need new friends is what I'm saying. <laughs> Speaking of Tam Tams, um, uh, has anybody tried other flavors? <laughs> Welcome back to the um, Tam podcast. Well, you know, some some external follow up is uh, Ultra Nerd said he had a caramel or caramel, if you're weird, uh, Tim Tam, and he determined mm-hmm. that it was basically a Twix. Mm-hmm. So I had one of those that. right before the hmm. show. A Twix? Would you rate it on a scale from one to Twix? <laughs> how Twixy was it? It was pretty Twixy, <laughs> but it was mm. not as uh, crunchy as a Twix because you know it gets kind of. I would mushy. consider that a benefit. I would. I think I would. Yes, that sounds kind of nice. A, a Twix is nice and uh, crunchy. You know, it's it's got some uh, body to it. Twixes mm. can also be rock hard in certain circumstances. Mm. Mm. They don't get as hard as like a Butterfinger, <laughs> though. Those mm-hmm. things, once in a while, you get like a solid one. Mm-hmm. That's not you know, at you know all. what is the hardest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you get a solid butterfinger, a Hi. solid one. Um, who Three, is familiar with the two, stupid one? <laughs> Nature Valley granola bars. Ugh. Yeah, I have that are literally. It's oh. literally like trying to chew gravel. It's so hard. Uh, also called crumbs everywhere. That's what she said. Oh God! Look at these crumbs. Okay, everywhere. I have a thought technology with those. By the way. <laughs> I, I, I got that, Harold. 
I'd just like to acknowledge that joke. <laughs> I would like to acknowledge that Mike is going to have to bleep that. <laughs> Mike is going to have to bleep out a lot of this. It's okay, this will mm, never This will never bleep. Mm. Mm. My, Mike's just... Went on Mike's computer, he set up the recording file, and he's like, hmm, let me... Do, okay, where do I save this? Uh, right into the recycle bin. Mm. <laughs> Control-A, delete. I have a little bit of a thought technology on Nature's Valley. If, if you are hiking or anything like that, they are good for one thing. And actually, to turn into food, what you do... Has anybody ever done this? You can actually... If you pour... If you break it up inside the package, and then you put it in a bowl, and you pour boiling water on no. it, it can kind of... No, 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 You haven't tried nope. it? Just just bring normal granola? It can double as emergency, like, breakfast food. But that's, mm. uh, that's pretty much... I thought, I thought you were perhaps going to exploit the, like, potential <laughs> of it as a building material, given its... <laughs> Hardness. I was thinking more Hansel and Gretel. I had three of them on purpose <laughs> on on Saturday. Also crumbs. Okay. Well, you wouldn't want. I I'm trying to imagine someone having a Nature Valley bar on accident and not realizing it until they're like halfway through, and then they're like, "Oh my god!" Well, I I was mindful about it. <laughs> well, so long as you have your mindful practice. Mindful. Yeah. <laughs> Life you got to be mindful about your granola. my daily granola practice. Three, mm. two, mindful stops the crumbs altogether. <laughs> Shomer Shabbos. You sit, you meditate, you consider the nature. You want you a crumb? The valley. <laughs> I can get you. I can a get crumb. you a crumb. I can get you a lot of crumbs with nail polish. This is a weird show. <laughs> so when do you think Mike's coming back? <laughs> he believes <laughs> Mike's probably playing Fallout Three. <laughs> Um, I feel like I'm going to end up being Donnie on this show. Like, what pajamas, Walter? Um, You're, well, uh, you are out of your element, so. Mm. I'm out of my element. So DJ, uh, DQ's Upside Down Blizzard Promise. I have not heard about this. Does anybody You're not familiar this? with this? I don't go to DQ. We don't have to be eight years old. So the, so the idea is that when they make a blizzard, it is. I don't have a is, TV. Well, the idea is when they make a blizzard, it is th- so thick that they should be able to serve it to you holding it upside down, and it will remain, you know, it has inertia, basically, and remains in the cup. This is a consistency guarantee. Is the thickness yeah. what you actually want, though? I mean, let's talk about this for a second, because... I would argue no. Right, I mean, so in, like, in a traditional, like, in a milkshake, con- you know, you would want it to actually be able to get through the straw, which is why the McDonald's yeah, you milkshake would, If you flipped terrible. it over, you would want it to, like, pour well, out would, immediately. That's right. It wouldn't and be a milkshake if you couldn't drink it through a well, straw. Well, but wait. Yes, but then, I like ordering my milkshakes extra thick because after a while it melts and then it gets to a consistency where you can get it through the But straw. that's the whole thing, right? You you want the end point to be thinner. You're, you're literally saying, give me the milkshake as thick as possible so that I can wait 20 minutes before this is actually edible. And I get a spoon so I can, you know. Well, yeah, and just get a frosting. A blizzard is yeah, not a milkshake either. A Frosties are delightful. <clears throat> Could the blizzard they, they guarantee be somewhat of a temperature guarantee as well? No. Like, we're definitely going to give this to you cold. But uh, It's not a quality at guarantee. At some point, you sure. go thick enough no. that you're ice cream. Like, why isn't it just Is ice cream? Is you ever given a quality guarantee? <laughs> no, I don't think they have. <laughs> well, apparently they do. You can hold your blizzard upside down. That's not, that's not quality. Orange Julius. That's consistency. Okay, I yes. got it. Mm. <laughs> However, the, the thing is, if they don't do that when they serve it to you then they're supposed to give it to you for free. Interesting. So what if what if you do you huh. get toppings in a blizzard? I I know nothing about DQ. Are there no, toppings? It, it's blended. It's it's like the it's the uh soft serve version of like Cold Stone Creamery. Mm. 
or yeah, like concrete mixer so, kind of thing. So, so if your gummy bear falls out, does that count? No. Oh, you don't put bu- gummy bears in a blizzard. I think God forbid. I think they Jesus might have Christ. them. Yeah, so you can get. You can, no, we're talking about we're talking about normal condiments such as Oreos, uh, like know, fudge brownie, Oreos, cookie dough. Tim Tams. It doesn't have toppings. It's all blended in. Mm, There's right nothing on top. So you to so out. you can't slam your Tim Tam on the table when you turn it upside down. What? No. No. Oh my gosh. You can slam your Tim Tam if you want to, I guess. You can leave your friends behind. <laughs> Serious question. Serious question. If you went into a cold stone and you had a packet of Tim Tams, would they be willing to mash some? No, up they wouldn't. No, I hope into not. Your... That's against health regulations. Yeah, it should be very against health regulations. <laughs> there, there's nothing oh, preventing man. you from bringing your own paddles and doing it on the table in there. Apparently, they were actually were putting uh, sawdust in a meat product. I'm trying to remember which product it was. Well, I mean, sawdust seems like a healthy, uh, uh, you know, way to get some fiber. It's all natural. Hmm. It's definitely all. Is it free pre- range sawdust though? Pre- pressure treated. <laughs> is this local sawdust? No, these, these local, trees right? were grown in pens. <laughs> can 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 I can I meet the guy who cut down the tree? I just want to make sure he cut down the tree in a way that was. I only eat organic sawdust that has not been pressure treated. Mm, this is non-GMO, right? Mm. Non-GMO mm. sawdust. It's made from fountain mm. lumber. I'll pressure treat your sawdust. <laughs> <laughs> Sustainable forestry. Suddenly, we're in an episode of Portlandia. <laughs> This is old growth sawdust. I can't use this. <laughs> you know, we joke about that, but that'll probably be in an upcoming episode. It'll be this sawdust around. came from an old church. <laughs> Reclaimed sawdust. Let me ask you one more time. This is exactly. local. What we do in order to make the Portland ketchup is we take Heinz ketchup and we mix it with some artisanal sawdust and fly ash. It gives it. It gives it a little bit of a kick. Artisanal. We also kick you. Talk to us about the TSA, because we've been holding that in reserve. Who's talking about TSA? Wonder Yak. I got good TSA stories, too, so... Well, let's, uh... Let's do it. Okay, uh, on three. Wait, hang on. Uh, and action. <laughs> TSA. Arg. <laughs> Sir, I'm going to need you to remove your belt. I'm just going to have to pat you down here, sir. I'm going to have to take, ask you to take off your shoes. TSA pre, ladies and gentlemen, I remove no belt for no man. What about a woman? <laughs> <laughs> Harold gets a Don't belt. be heteronormative. <laughs> no, it's just asking. <clears throat> mm. I, I'm going to cycle through uh, all, all combinations of it's genders just a question. and ages. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometime, sometimes just a I will take off my belt for G. Uh, next up is furries. Mm-hmm. Mm. Only the bunnies. So, um... <laughs> That's cute. So, uh, you've been, you've been accosted by the TSA. I think Wander Yak has fallen off of, uh, the internet. <laughs> that sounds like the name of an advice book. So you've been accosted by the TSA. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, to be, to be honest, I, uh, don't deal with them anymore. Once you have TSA pre, it's like a breeze. They t- treat you like a human being. You just walk right through the line. Don't have to take anything out of your pockets, really. Don't have to take anything out of your bag. You just kind of stroll. Is that, a, is that an annual charge? Is that a, is that a one-time charge? Uh, 85 bucks for five years. Just three easy payments of nineteen ninety-five. The worst part about that is it kind of like just justifies the existence of their jobs, which is 
Bad. You see, Wonder Yak is too annoyed by the TSA in general to legitimize <laughs> them by paying the money. Oh, oh no. <laughs> As far as I know, the the charge for pre-check is so they can do an actual background check on you. And yeah, they they yeah, they, they run your anyway. fingerprints, and it's a third-party company, not even the TSA, that does it. Most of the TSA is contractors anyway. The guys who are actually screening you at the really? airport, it's all contractors. Yeah, that third party will never be hacked mm-hmm. or anything. Never. Anyway. Information will never be. So you're free. saying they print you, Jason? Yeah. Oh yeah. You have to go to like a place not at the airport typically, where you go to like a, oh, a contractor wow. and you put your hand on. They don't actually do it with uh, ink anymore. You put your hand on like this little screen thing, and they. You know, like a photocopy style. Do machine. they put it on an iPad? Do they yell at you? IPad Pro. Yeah, uh, while they're while they're taking your prints, because uh, I had an FBI guy yell at me while he was taking my prints. No, in fact, they awesome. don't even ask you any questions or anything like that. It's like it's a real bother that you showed up for them to do their job in the first place. They just basically say, "All right, put your hand on this thing. Is that your name? Yep. Typically, all is. right, get out of here." Sounds exactly like the TSA. Mm-hmm. Same thing. I fly every week. So Hi. you've got the standing desk, don't I you? I do. Andrew just oh, told Andrew what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank you. All right, I'm kicking Hi. Andrew off the call. <laughs> Thank you. That would be the appropriate move. No, no the other one. Uh, <laughs> the one okay. who let it go. Let it. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. <laughs> oh. oh, please. So guys. my girlfriend's name is Elsa, and her entire life she has been getting like Aliza and Elisa and Elise everywhere she goes, even though it's this very simple four-letter name. And of course, Frozen comes out, and now it is a disaster. My God, you should see what happens to three-year-old girls when she meets. It's a mess, total mess. She's pretty popular. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the life cereal commercial has caused me a lot of trauma too. <laughs> oh, poor, <laughs> poor Mikey. <clears throat> do you yeah, like mm. it? How do you think I feel about Harold and Maude? Mmm. I just because your name's Harold. See, Mikey, I thought it was life with Mikey. Harold's an old classic kind of name. Though. You don't meet a lot of Harolds. At least I don't meet a lot of Harolds anymore. Yeah, hey, but it, they named a destructive hurricane after me. All right. What, what about know. Harold and Kumar? Yeah, me too. Hmm. Harold and Kumar. Yeah, I get that sometimes. Mm-hmm. What I what I get most of the time is uh, Harold and the Purple Crayon or something. What? Oh yeah. What the heck is that? I guess That's it's a, a children's book. book. Yeah, uh, this I, I own a copy of that. See, book. for me, yeah, mostly it, it's Princess Haroldina. That's what comes to my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> me too. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> is it Harold? I just is it Harold uh, Kumar Meyer then? Oh, is is it? You know, that's closer. That's closer to the correct pronunciation than most people get anyway. Cook, Cookie Meyer. Yeah. Mm. Cookie Monster. Is it, is it Harold Cookie is Monster? It Silver Surfer, the Galactus's Herald. Hmm? Oh, Anybody? Mm. They went to White Castle. <laughs> mm. Yeah, we're not doing that. I'd just like <sighs> to interject here and say that my dad has sent me four emails about the Doobie Brothers. About the Doobie Brothers. He wants to get high with you. And you're listening to NPR here on This Will Never Air, WTNA. Coming up next, it's uh, Dave Davies, sitting in for Dave Davies. Now, now you don't drive like my brother. <laughs> you don't drive like my brother. <laughs> Wonder Yak, did you have a TSA story? No. I want everybody to feel comfortable sharing their stories. Ugh. I don't. That's what that's what makes it a show. <laughs>
<laughs> Thank you, Harold, for being so welcoming. Yeah, that, I mean, that's why we need video, so I can just glare at people while they're talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, shut up, shut up. So I'll take a moment to think I mean, that we don't have I will say that Harold's uh, Skype picture is basically just glaring at me. <laughs> that's intentional, I'm almost certain. Mm-hmm. Hang on, I need to look at which one it is again. <laughs> <laughs> Harold's like one moment. Please. I have the Skype equivalent to an egg for Harold. <laughs> Somewhat. <clears throat> Me too. Oh, there it's we like go. It's like a featureless, uh, featureless silhouette. Could be male, could be female. One goes one way. Dot dot dot. Vocal fry. Let's go. <sighs> we could we could yeah. start doing this with Blab, and then we would have video. No. What, I have what's a, a Blab. I, I turn. I plugged blab. my webcam in. I don't have a webcam. I mean, we could just You're turn welcome. on cameras, right? I mean, yeah. Ooh, pretty. I can see people. <laughs> oh my God. I see live people. That was, that was scary. Well, this is terrifying. Of course, I'm yeah. sitting in the dark, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is so much better with uh, all the bandwidth being taken up by the video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to turn that Robot off. Robot voice. I watched my mm. CPU usage skyrocket. Can you, can you, listeners at home, can you can you hear the audio quality degrade? Skype is awesome. Ooh, oh yeah. I just got one of those awesome, uh, like, porn star requests on Skype. Oh, yeah. <sighs> I I now have uh, nine Skype accounts, so I get a lot of those. Whoa, you know, Harold. Ever, <laughs> ever since... Whoa, man. Why? So, no, no. What he's saying is he sends those. That's why he has the nine Skype accounts. That's right. Uh, that's that's for you know. Ever since I installed an ad blocker, all the local singles in my area have have lost interest. Oh, that's sad. That you hate it when that happens. I'm a little I'm a little torn up about it. Local singles love ads. <clears throat> Actually, uh, I, have a, I have a very brief story about that. At one time, I was um, I don't know how this happened. I was I was looking at my own website back when I had Google AdSense right next to the content, and it literally said, "Person in town, ZZ wants to meet you." And it was the autofill of the ad. Somehow it couldn't locate me, so suddenly I was in a state that, that uh, was easy. Mail merge! It's not a real state. Mail merge! It's not? <laughs> no. Where, where the hell have I been sending my mortgage checks? That's the short code for a fugue <laughs> state. <laughs> oh. Yeah.